my son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. I think the chemist warehouse, great savings every day. We're having a chuckle. We were just uh, talking about Chris Rock. Finally, um, discussing the, the the slapping incident from the Oscars a, a year, year on. Oh, I think it's very, very conveniently timed, though. What well, do you mean? Well, consider the Oscars are a week away. I feel like it's been planned perfectly. I reckon he's got a little bit of pat cash to hold off and drop it a week before the Oscars. Oh, you think <laughs> to like bring up some promo? So a hundred percent. It's all anyone's going to be talking about, including us, right now on a national radio show. True. Job well done, I'd say. Well, if you haven't seen it it is his new netflix special uh stand-up comedy it's called the selective outrage and let me tell you i do feel that he hits the nail on the head with this he also says that the reason why he didn't hit will smith back is because he was raised by parents and doesn't hit people in front of white people so i was like it's so inappropriate and very funny so So inappropriate but only he can get away with it especially after what he's been through the last year i feel like like people, can't, people can't touch him, yeah. You've got a very big show. Sandy from Maths is here today. Oh, and you know how much I love Maths. Sandy and Dan, they left the experiment last night, and we're here to find out, you know, did she think that Dan actually had a girlfriend outside the experiment? I just want to know about the butt dial. The Whether it's true, butt dial. Did yeah. it happen? Is oh, it produced? I need to know about the ocean and why the ocean is calling Dan. Yeah, and why wasn't a mermaid cast? <laughs> Good call. All these great questions. We'll ask her, Sandy, here at the pickup for your Monday around the country. It's the pickup Monday afternoon on Kiss, Brit, Laura, and Mitch here. Heading to Chemist Warehouse today. Great savings every day. Now, I know that you two didn't watch it last night because you never do, but maths. Holy dooly. Oh, I didn't watch it, and I've even heard how big it was last night. Oh, well. It was the couch. It's, every Sunday night, they sit on the couch. They say whether they want to stay, they want to leave. I think last night's episode was relatively uneventful, but the most eventful thing that did happen is that Dan and Sandy, who have had some drama surrounding them lately, mm. they both chose to leave and they have left the experiment. Now, we have Sandy on the line joining us on the show. Hello, Sandy. Hi, Sandy. Hi, guys. Thank goodness you got out of that shit show. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to put it. How are you feeling? <laughs> Yeah, good. I've had time to, you know, process it all, heal a bit now. So, yeah, no, I feel good. I'm, I did the right thing. What? How long actually is it, Sandy, between when you actually filmed that and now when the public see it? I left Commitment Ceremony maybe, I think it was three, four months ago, okay. and then we did reunion in December. So, Okay, a couple to, of months. We've had a good, time. Yeah, yeah. good chunk of time. Do you re- overall regret the decision going on the show? Like, Do you think it was a mistake choosing to do maths? No, look, I, obviously I wish it didn't pan out the way it did. I think if I was matched with someone who went with good intentions, it probably could have been very different. And look, I, I still learned a lot from the experience. So no, I don't regret it. Well, last night on the couch, Dan had this to say as his reason for leaving. Some things that we can't ignore. And one of the big things for me is my love of the beach and the ocean. It's those times when I'm on my own, you know, spiritual type moments that I really want somebody to share that with. 
that has weighed very heavy on my heart because that is a true love of mine. Okay, now this to me feels like the most outrageously ridiculous excuse that there ever was. Now, with the beauty of hindsight, do you think mm-hmm. that Dan was in a relationship with his now girlfriend whilst the show was actually on? Oh. Look, I've heard a lot of things. It's hard to confirm, but from what I've been hearing, I don't think I think he was up to a lot during the experiment that he shouldn't have been doing. The whole butt dial saga. Oh yeah. I have butt dialed before. Mitch has butt dialed me while he was doing a wee. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. yeah, but do you think that actually happened? Do you buy the whole butt dial or do you think this was just very, very produced? The butt dial happened. I've seen the screenshots. I've seen messages between Evelyn and Rupert. But when it comes to how much Evelyn heard on the butt dial, I don't know. But in saying that, I don't think that's the point. The point is the things the boys were saying that night. So much of that was deflection. Like, I think the the thing that they've gotten so hung up on on the show is to whether it happened or didn't happen. But ultimately, oh, the things yeah. were said, and that's the most important part of this. Uh-huh. And that was Dan and Harrison doing it. They're not, they don't want to own behaviour. They just want to deflect it to something else. So let's just say the butt dial didn't happen. Yeah. Right. But, I mean, how does it feel being that person? It, it, all, it took me back to high school bullying days. Like, I can just see straight through it, and I know the editors are putting this in so that I can become a plot point and then I can be the bad person. Do you just sit there and go, why me? Why why are the editors choosing me to have to be the pratfall for this stupid storyline? Oh, I don't think the editors chose me. I think it was Dan's behaviour that made that happen. <laughs> like mm, Yeah. You know, like if he if he showed up and he just treated me with respect and saying that you can't make people like one another. Mm. But the least you can do is show up, give it your all, because that's what you're there for. It is married at first sight. And have the right intention. If you do all that, I think I could have at least walked away thinking no bad blood, whatever. But because I just feel like he was never there for the right reasons, that's hard to process. All right, Sandy, well, we got to go. The ocean's calling us. <laughs> yeah. so, um, <laughs> <laughs> I've got a, a conch to my ear. Good luck with life and love, Sandy. I hope, look, there's something better waiting out there for you. I, I speak from experience. <laughs> You'll be right. Oh, yay. Thanks, guys. No worries. Bye. There's See Sandy, Sandy from Married at First Sight, everyone, here at the pickup. Um, next, we're discussing a hot topic. This is it's breaking news, kind of. It's been around all weekend. Nurses have been told to stop putting up their own personal content on OnlyFans mm. to make a side profit. Wild. We've got some big feels. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's Unpacked Next at The Pickup. Monday afternoon on Kiss, it's The Pickup. Britt, Laura and Mitch here. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, Blackmore's Executive B Stress Formulas. 250s are available now at Chemist Warehouse for just forty nine ninety nine. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. I am a hospital worker, guys. You guys know that, right? For like 13 years, I worked in emergency. I hope you know that, Mitch Chur. You're looking at me blankly. Is that why you have a stethoscope around your neck all the time? <laughs> I carry it at all times, oh. along with a clipboard. makes me look very busy, very important. Yeah. Brittany's past life. Yeah, so I, I worked in emergency in radiology for 13, 14 years. Um, I lost track after 10 because, you know, some, some bad nights there. <laughs> but what has happened in the last week? New South Wales nurses have been told to stop posting explicit content on OnlyFans. So the advisory board has come out. It hasn't said if you post it, you're going to be fired, but there's this underlying subliminal threat of like, if you are posting this, you better be very careful because you might not have a place here anymore. That's the way a lot of people have been interpreting it. I want to know what you guys' opinion is on this because I feel very strongly in one way. Do you think nurses are allowed to post on OnlyFans and also be a nurse. I mean, 
if they're doing it in their own time, in the privacy of their own bedroom and they're not bringing it to work, what does it matter what they do outside of work? I think, I mean, I, I can understand that the, the email that was sent or the letter that was sent was about how it could bring the profession into disrepute. But I think that it goes a long way to try and say that just because you're posting on OnlyFans doesn't mean that you can't do your job properly. Like, it's just, to me, those things are not mutually exclusive. Yeah, I'm with you, Laura. Also, like, if they're, you know, putting a cannula in and they ask if they can film it, and, or a catheter, maybe. Nude. Go, yeah, nude. <laughs> yeah. And they go, do you mind if I take off this actual nurse's outfit and put on a, a skanky nurse's outfit? Well, then is- I'd, be, I'd be like, that seems a bit odd. But no, I, I think pay them more money and they might not have to make a sighting come on OnlyFans. Well, this is the point, right? The average salary or entry-level salary for nurses in New South Wales yeah. is $67,000. Now, it, it does go up in jumps, but not astronomically. And as somebody that has watched these nurses day in, day out, what they do, what they have to put up with, what they get paid to do that, it is not enough. How like, long are the days, Britt? You've done it. How long would you be at, at a hospital for? Some people work illegal hours, and I know that because I've done it in the past, especially with COVID the last few years. The overtime and the hours because of the shortage, the stress levels were so high, and what they have to put up with, in, in even from public backlash, because people are so nervous, people are scared, people are worried, people are abusive – they are not paid nearly enough. So for these people now to be going out and trying to earn some extra money in the privacy of their own time, I strongly believe that if they are not bringing this to work and are not being inappropriate at work, let them live. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And one of the things was in this letter that I thought was just so alarming. So they gave these hypothetical examples of why they shouldn't be doing OnlyFans on the side. And this was one of the examples. They said, this is a scenario that could play out where a male senior manager might recognise a junior employee from OnlyFans and then that senior manager may blackmail her, her specifically, for mm. special treatment on OnlyFans in exchange for preferential rostering at the hospital. Does this <laughs> not- so funny. What? Does this not just say to you that the problem is the manager yes. who is sexually insinuating towards someone who has an OnlyFans, not the nurse herself? And I think that that is just so incredibly backwards the way this was framed. Yeah, yeah. it's literally saying don't go and have an OnlyFans because you could come to work and be harassed by your management. Yeah, you, you'll piss off your creepy yeah. boss. Yeah. Don't do that. It's totally a you're asking for it mentality. Well, then you go on the comment section of these articles that are floating around and, and people don't have the same opinion as us, as we do. I mean, some are arguing that they would wouldn't want someone who is a sex worker working in that industry posting OnlyFans content to be acting on them in a role of care. Yeah, but I guarantee you, John, that said that, mm. if you're on the street having a heart attack and the only person to help you is a nurse <laughs> that posts on OnlyFans, you're going to want her to help you. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. All right, next on the pickup, is it okay to cyberstalk your ex-partner? Look, what do we think? Most people would say no. <laughs> I feel like anything with stalking in the sentence, it's a no. What, no. If, it, what if it's a bit softer? Like, is it a soft okay, stalk? No. Is it okay to check up on your ex? <laughs> What's it's a, a soft, soft stalk? stalk? I'm soft launching. I'm soft stalking. You stake him out in a car, but the windows are up. It's you know a soft what? Stalk. You all think it's wrong, but I bet you we've all done it. Okay. All right. That next to the pickup across the country. Monday Arvo on Kiss. It's a pickup. Britt, Laura, and Mitch. Blackmore's Executive B Stress Formulas 250s are available now at Chemist Warehouse for just $49.99. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. So over the weekend, I was reading a very interesting article, and I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Do you think it's okay to cyberstalk your partner or your ex? 
What does cyberstalking entail? Okay, well, I mean, that's the question to you, is what does cyberstalking entail? I thought you were bringing so, this. <laughs> this is your story. So when I read this, I think initially I was like, yeah, of course it's bad. That you've, no, like That's such an obvious answer to a, yeah, the word stalk. a relatively seemingly obvious question. But I think we all do this to some extent. So hear me out. How many times have you gone through a breakup and then after the breakup gone in and checked your ex's Instagram or their Facebook or checked their stories or seen when they've been live last just because you kind of want to have that touch point? So is it only an ex? doesn't have to be an ex. It could be someone, your now partner, if you want to know where they are Ah. or what they're doing, checking in on them via social media and keeping tabs on them in that way. I think this comes down to like, I mean, stalking's not okay. <laughs> Disclaimer. Um, right. I think it comes down to a trust thing, right? Because I think if it's a current relationship, not an ex, a current relationship, I feel like the only reason you're like going through their phones or DMs or looking at them all the time is a trust. What are you doing? Or- uh, yeah, are you with someone else? Are you where you said you are? Yeah, but I mean, regardless of the reasoning why, even if there is a trust issue, if you are somebody who finds yourself checking on your partner via social media or via whatever means it is online, does that mean that you are then stalking your partner? Like, where does the line sit in terms of how many times is it okay to check in on what your partner's doing online before I, it becomes stalking? I mean, I'm in an I'm in a long distance relationship. My partner Ben lives in Scotland. I don't know if this makes me an anomaly. I'm not a jealous person. I don't ever look at what he's doing. I do not ever search his Instagram. I haven't done it in the past with other people in long-distance relationships. Nothing makes me want to go and look at what he's doing. Not because I don't care, but because I talk to him in the day, I know what he's doing, and then that's enough. If his story pops up, it pops up. No, I, I, I call BS on that. I'm so sorry. One, because his, bo- his Instagram is the most boring place on earth. He's a lovely man. He's a soccer player. Every post is him on a pitch. But he literally post. he doesn't use okay, his Instagram, so you're not getting any juice from that squeeze. So you so have- go, in, go into, I want both of you to do this now for your partners. We're all in relationships. Go into your Instagram, yeah. go to search, and let's bring up what your last searches are. Tell me if you've searched your partner. So I've just brought mine up. I have about 30 later. Mitch Churi, you're the second person I searched. Thanks. So you're (laughs) cyber-stalking me. I've been cyber-stalking you. Tony, producer Tony has, have you got your current partner in there? Laura, have you searched Matty J? Um, nah. <laughs> yeah. See, so that's fine. Yeah, mine's I don't, not, mine's I have. Not He's right either. down the bottom. Okay, so Look, producer Tony is, is looking at us very interestingly. Show me, show me. Um, which is what What's led me. What's happening, producer Tony? Oh, my God, she's searched him 25 times. <laughs> oh, my God, you're a psycho. Her boyfriend. Yeah, her boyfriend. But I think if you're like passively looking at your partner's Instagram, or like purposely looking as a way of checking in, I feel like there may be some issues there that you might want to have a conversation about. But does that make you a bad person? No, it just makes you an insecure person. I look... Sometimes I just I don't look at Ben's Instagram, but I just go on my own Instagram and look at the video of the two of us and I just watch it on repeat. Oh it's disgusting. <laughs> You're stalking yourself. I, I stalk us together. How sad. <laughs> oh, what, a, what a note to end I on. I think you are an anomaly, Brent. Oh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, Will and Woody are up next for your drive home. The boys are in Adelaide for mm. the Fringe Festival. How good is that? Yeah, going to be big. We'll see you guys tomorrow from 3 o'clock.